Okay, how do you do? Welcome to the Nomic here on Sunday Letters. Uh, coming to you a little bit later this week than normal. Usually goes out on a Wednesday, but uh, uh, life gets in the way, unfortunately, sometimes. So better late than never. This week uh, on the Nomic, a thought, a quote, a book, an album, and something from the archive. I am uh, talking about changing people's minds or trying to change people's minds and how um, it's a bit of a waste of time. I mean, what are we looking to achieve? Make everyone think the same, follow the same rules, the same social order. I mean, most people do. Most people do follow the social order regardless of, you know, the community you belong to or the, the nationality you, you align with. Personally speaking, although there is an aspect of me that says, you know, I'm Irish, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other, w when it really comes down to it, um, I don't believe that. I really don't. Now, if my family was under threat, or my local community was under threat, I mean real threat, I mean threat of war, or something like that, well then, I'd probably be one of the first to step up and and uh, get into the scrap but when i think about it in a sober frame of mind i can see that trying to change other people's minds and get everyone aligned and with the same message and stuff like that is is a is a pointless undertaking now if you're part of the political establishment and you're tasked with running a country well you have no choice because that's the game you decided to play um, and you'll do your best to get everyone on side for certain things. And hopefully you have a social agenda as regards uh, narcissistic personal interest or some corporate agenda. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of politicians are like that. Their, their, their real purpose in doing something is not because they want to create a better society, but because they want to line their own pockets and the pockets of their buddies. And that's a reality. And... Um, we always have to be skeptical about what we're told, about what politicians tell us and about uh, what other interests in the community tell us about a specific thing. Um, and they might not necessarily tell us a story because they're vindictive or because they want to get one over on us. They might believe wholeheartedly in what they're saying. But we've got to be critical enough, uh, analytical enough and skeptical enough to... Uh, ask the right questions and say, hold on a minute. Um, just hold up there now a second. And too many of us don't do that, but that's not necessarily what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about, let's say, on an individual level, you and me, and we disagree on something and we get into an argument about it. Most of us feel the intense need to change the other person's mind. And uh, I, think that's, I think that's foolish. I mean, they might change their mind, but... It's not always the case that people can be rational and sober and uh, and sensible and respectful, mutually respectful when when we have a disagreement with other people. Um, some people are just simply misinformed and uh, they're working off the wrong information. And to admit that they're working off the wrong information or flawed information or not enough information is too far, uh, is a bridge too far. And so we get stuck in this eternal fight with someone else and at some stage i think we have to say right okay good luck 
were done. And I've had that experience recently. And um, I just try to be diplomatic as much as possible, but it's often it's often very difficult. Uh, now, we can pretend in that exchange, you know, with the other person or the other group that, you know, we're we have it together. We're holding us. We're holding it together here. We're not losing the rag. And we do our damnedest to uh, protect the exchange and, and so that it doesn't fall into outright war. But sometimes you got to lose the rag a little bit and not to lose the rag, even though you're, you know, ready to boil over inside, can be detrimental. And you pretend that everything is rosy and that, you know, you're uh, politically correct and all of this. And really, you just want to feckin' scream, you know. And that has a downside, too. So what I'm talking about in the article today is when we get into this fight, uh, let's call it a fight, whether it's a physical fight, a verbal fight, or, or a, a, a mutually respectful um, argument, um, the argument itself or the fight uh, almost sustains us, you know? And you'll see neighbours fighting with each other for decades over a hedge, you know? Because the fight gives them this sense of being alive. And to resolve the fight, I mean, the fight itself perhaps is over something ridiculous, like really stupid that could easily be resolved. But it's it's just, um, it serves the need to fight anyway, you know? Um, maybe with that person, maybe they're just a, there's a clash of personalities or whatever. So the hedge is just a, a way to have the fight. And the fight sustains us, you know? Stops us from dying. Uh, so I'm writing, writing on that a little bit today. And I'm talking about this whole, the nature of uh, passive aggression. I think it's the worst. And and dealing with somebody who's just holding back the whole time. And, you know, you can almost sense that they want to lose it. But they put out this kind of air of false air of stoicism, you know. But anyway, that's what I'm talking about today. In addition, this week, I've got a quote for you from... Uh, Sigma Freud, I quote him regular enough, and this one is from uh, Civilization and its Discontents. Um, I'll read it for you. The commandment, love thy neighbor as thyself, is the strongest defense against human aggressiveness and an excellent example of the unpsychological expectations of the cultural superego. Superego being the law, society, all the rules and benchmarks we use to uh, structure how we engage with one another. It's big brother, you know. I'll carry on. The commandment is impossible to fulfill, such as enormous inflation of love can only lower its value, not get rid of the difficulty. Civilization pays no attention to all this. It merely admonishes us that the harder it is to obey the precept, the more meritorious it is to do so but anyone who follows such a precept in present day civilization only puts himself or herself at a disadvantage vis-a-vis -vis the person who disregards it what a potent obstacle to civilization aggressiveness must be if the defense against it can cause as much unhappiness as aggressiveness itself natural ethics as it is called has nothing to offer here except the narcissistic satisfaction of being able to think of oneself better than others. At this point, the ethics based on religion introduces its promises of a better afterlife, 
But so long as virtue is not rewarded here on earth, ethics, wi- ethics will, I fancy, preach in vain. I too think it quite certain that a real change in the relations of human beings to possessions would be of more help in this direction than any ethical commands. But the recognition of this fact among socialists has been obscured and made useless for its practical purposes by a fresh idealistic misconception of human nature. So what he's talking about essentially is, you know, we live by these laws, these laws of what he called the superego, uh, the collective rules and regulations of society and the commandment, you know, love thy neighbor is impossible because there is that dark aspect to our uh, personality to our entire sense of being and uh when we don't you know this love thy neighbor commandment is uh just that a commandment and and we can't possibly follow follow through with it and he's critical of that so read the book uh i'm recommending this this week i might have done before but it's worth a read Civilization and its discontents as a link in today's article. Get a hold of it. And changing the subject completely is an album by someone I, I discovered, a UK artist uh, that I discovered re- recently called Celeste. Listen to it. See what you think. I think it's nice. Uh, from the archive this week, I've got uh, a short little uh, piece from a couple of months back, maybe a year ago. Too much of a good thing. So there's a link to that too. And remember, folks, if you haven't checked out the Sunday Letters community on Discord, there's a link there, an invite uh, to join and uh, have a conversation. Okay, it's not, it's everything that that, uh, social media is not. And I like it for this reason. Check it out, we're on Discord. There's a link in today's article. Uh, And that's it. So I'll see you on Sunday. Until then, enjoy your weekend. Take care of yourselves.